Darkcast Network, out of the shadows of the best of indie podcasts. Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name's Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's episode, what movie are we going to be discussing? We are covering 2014's The Voices. Yeah, we can't pronounce the director's name, so we're not even going to give it a whirl. Yeah, I, I don't want to butcher her name <laughs> or his name. Her, yeah. I don't want to their name, so look it up. If you pronounce it, go for it. Yeah, let us know how to pronounce it. Um, this is a random, but yet here it is, entry into the J Squared Horror Podcast. I personally love this movie, but one thing that sparked it is your hatred for Ryan Reynolds. So <laughs> I I'm excited about I that. I hate Ryan. Ooh. Ryan, if you listen, I don't hate you, dude. Okay, He does. I just feel like you're the same character in every movie. But this movie, you surprised me. So Okay, there I'll we go. Yes. That. Um, if you guys have not seen Voices or The Voices, is that what it's The Voices. The yeah. Voices yet? Pause us. This is actually a fun movie. Um, it does have some gore. It does have some other things in it. But it's a, it's a, it's free on Peacock. I watch it on <laughs> Freebie. <laughs> Did you have ads? Yeah. Ah, gross. Which is crazy because I'm watching it and it'll be like a kind of intense moment. And then it'd be like a commercial for like blink. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it does kind of. So if I can say this, so when I suggest YouTube, I was just no ads, obviously. Yeah. Maybe don't watch too many movies on Tubi. Yeah. Or Freebie. Because mm-hmm. the ads take may you kind of take you out, out of it. the suspense. Um, if you do have a Peacock subscription, it is free on there. Which I do, but didn't even think to look. I thought, Freebie, Dude, the got it. first thing I do. When we talk about covering a movie, is I just Google the movie and click where to watch. I scroll through all of that, and 80% of the time, it's like free here or $3, $2, whatever. I just go to Amazon or search. And, and you're like, it's not here. It's not on Amazon, so I'm not going to watch it. What's that, freebie? Got it. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, if you got, I think it's it's only a couple bucks to rent. It might be like three bucks to rent um, if you don't want to have to worry about the ads that happen during it. Because, yeah, like anything, it's going to take you out of the movie. Uh, especially for all the modern um, movie watchers out there. Well, I'm surprised, being that we're 90s babies, it really affected you at all. But that was our livelihood for quite a long time. Sure. Of That's the opportunity to go pee, go grab a snack. Uh, but, yeah, it's free on Peacock. You can watch it for cheap on Amazon Prime or for free on Freebie, as he called it. Yeah. Um, I know I've seen that. It's kind of like the voodoo thing we joked about the yeah. other day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Tubi. It's basically just yeah, a Tubi. I thought, this is already on my TV. <laughs> How the fuck did this happen? I didn't have to download anything. Oh, fuck. Full send. <laughs> it's literally called Free V, though, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It probably just comes. <laughs> like, so like you just, have it. It's, on it's built in to yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but before we get into this episode super deep, what would we like to let anyone new to the J Squared Horror Podcast know? As always, like and subscribe. On YouTube. Pretty, 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 please. We're also on Spotify. We are. We're on Apple. We are. And still Google. As far as we know, we're still available on Google. 
Also, of course, on Instagram, J Squared Horror Podcast. Link tree in the bio. New episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, two lifelong horror fans decide to get together and talk all things horror. We have mastered the snap, by the way. We've gotten very good at the snap yeah. over the years. Um, <laughs> we humbly consider ourselves the most original horror podcast out there, meaning we are not an information based podcast, we are a communication based podcast. We are. We are a communication-based podcast, (laughs) meaning we don't just dissect movies the traditional way of a lot of horror content creators out there. What we do, we get drinks, we chat, and yell, and argue, or agree on different movies, or theories, or ideas in horror. What we'd also like to do is include as many fans as possible into our podcast. Last week, we had another guest on. He is a returning guest, C.I.I. Jones. He's a local horror author in our area. But if you would like to be a part of the J Squared Horror Podcast in any capacity, go to www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com. You can request episode ideas or request to be on the episode live and in person. We would like either of those. Um, obviously with watching and enjoying a lot of horror content, we kind of run out of original ideas of what to cover or how to keep you guys entertained. So please, please, please use that to let us know. If you don't want to go to the website, hit us up on Instagram, email us jsquaredhorror at gmail.com, anything like that. We want to include as many of you guys this year as possible. That would be amazing. What I'd also like to mention is that we are a part of the Dark Cast Network. I know. It's super cool. They invited us to be a part of their podcasting network a couple years ago, and they have been a great resource for us. Now, we release episodes every Thursday, but they have a plethora of podcasts that are available all week long. Go check out the Dark Cast Network. Support those amazing content creators because they deserve it, and they work just as hard as we do to bring True crime, dark and spooky, original horror, or just original podcast in general. So please, please, please go check out the Darkcast Network and support them because they have been supporting the J Squared Horror Podcast. <sighs> Talking is a chore when you're still sick. It's been like three weeks. You've been sick for a while. Been sick for a while, man. I don't do anything to take care of myself, but you should I know I should. I take a couple medicines here and there, but the breathing thing sucks. The way my voice sounds sucks. Coughing all the time sucks. You got to make the necessary changes to make that not a thing anymore. Yeah. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep riding it out. (laughs) We're two months later. Yeah. (laughs) Still the same symptoms. Got an oxygen tank on during the episodes. All right. (coughs) Voices. 2014. The Voices. The the Voices from 2014 is an extremely entertaining movie because I haven't quite seen anything like it because of like how everything plays out. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Ryan Reynolds, it's, it's absolutely shocking that he said yes to this movie. Yeah, he had to actually act in this movie. Yes, exactly. So he's probably. I will agree with you and every other Ryan Reynolds hater out there. I got to work? I'll try it. That he's not his cliche self. He's not the college drunk douche of Van Wilder. Or the super, like, Deadpool. Smart ass. This just cocky, smart ass. 
Same, it literally same. You can watch the movie. Was it like six or something that he came out with on Netflix? It's like the same character. I mean, don't get me wrong. He does it very well. No, he does that very well. But it is nice to see him do something else. Because yes, okay. So in horror, we have Amityville horror. Yeah, that's his insert into horror, yeah. and it's I like it. Not everybody does. I own it on DVD. I love that movie. Yeah. I watched it on a PSP. It's called a PlayStation Portable. Yeah, I remember those. And it was probably the scariest movie experience of my life because I had this little screen in my face with headphones on. Yeah. Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> All you could hear is everything in that movie. But this movie, I feel like he pushed the envelope for his acting career, and he doesn't get any type of like, like notoriety or like pats on the back for it. And it's like, yeah, we're not that good. <laughs> it's good to get pats on the back for it, though. Well, for Ryan Reynolds, yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah. He nah. should. It's an enjoyable movie. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable. It's not like it's Oscar worthy. No, but he, I'm saying. But he should be just applauded for it, but, acting for once in his fucking yeah, life. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, for him, against his other movies, it is a very good performance by him versus him constantly playing the same character. So for that, I think he should get more pats on the back. Okay. I mean, it's not like just friends. Oh yeah! Oh, see, I love my my, my movies. I mean, that, that's a good movie too. It's a great movie. I, I love just friends. About a minute though. What is the movie where he's he was fat at one point? Just friends. Yeah, yep. I couldn't think of mm-hmm. what it was called. Yeah, yep. Because he he's also not the regular. He is as as I as I call it, just the the Van Wilder persona. Yeah, but he is, but also he he isn't because of his past and yeah. being the fat goofy guy. Yeah. So he portrays current Ryan Reynolds. But that's not his true self. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie's just insane. It's insane. And two of my favorite characters of all time, Mr. Whiskers and Bosco. <laughs> were you as surprised to realize that that were the voices that he was hearing in his apartment? Because <laughs> the first time you hear those voices, it's off screen. So I wasn't because when you hear it, it sounds like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it does. So yeah. I knew it was just voices <laughs> in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. So <laughs> basically, he is a weird single guy who like seems to have like a touch of something, <laughs> a touch of something. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> when you first meet him, yeah. Yeah. It does appear there's a slight touch to it. There's a little touch to it. Just a little, just a little, little bit. A little bit. A little bit of spice yeah. on the brain. A little bit of spice on the brain. But as he goes on, you see, he's just mentally just. Yeah, you've realized throughout the movie that it's, he's it's just completely fucked up in the head. Yeah. From everything he went through in life. But the one thing, and I don't I don't want to sound in like disingenuous to people that have like mental disorders or anything. Like yeah. this brings a lot of fun and humor to it. Even though what happened to him as a kid is super dark and messed up. Yeah. But the movie's able to paint this nice, fun and funny line through it while also still giving you just a couple of background clips to make it seem like, oh, that's why he's so dark and twisted. Yeah. And it doesn't waste a lot of time on it, which is big for us. We don't like humongous, crazy backstories and like repeated storylines. They're constantly getting brought up during the film. So I will say, before I watch it, you told me the yeah. first 20 minutes or so. The first 20 minutes are brutal. 
So I'm sitting like, all right, dude. Yeah, I know. I told you. And I'm pretty right. sure I'm pretty spot on with the like yeah, the amount of time. Yeah. When it finally took off, I paused it. Yeah. It was like 23 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The first 20 minutes is just like building up who we think Ryan Reynolds' character is. Yeah. Like this kind of quirky, weird, single guy that maybe he's just a really nice guy. And maybe he is just misunderstood because people know his history and his life is kind of weird. Or like he works for a bathtub company and like tapes boxes. And it's like, okay, this guy, this, this guy is kind of weird. And he's very awkward in front of women and he's very uncomfortable, relatable for a lot of people, but still, it's not very Ryan Reynolds, and it's very, like, he's a very attractive dude, and it's funny that he's playing this guy that gets zero attention yeah. except from one female, yeah. which is Anna Kendrick. Who sees him as he looks like Ryan Reynolds. She's like, mm. Yeah. Snack that in. I'm like, what do you talk about? Yeah. You're a good-looking guy. Good-looking guy. But he wants nothing to do with her at first. Yeah. Which you because knew. he's got the Brit. Which you knew. Hey, man, this is the one for you. Yeah. I mean... It's crazy to think that, like, if he would have just behaved, that probably could have panned out to be in a beautiful relationship. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah they got along very well. Yeah. And <laughs> but, it sucks that the British chick was, like, a bitch. She was a bitch. She was. Straight up, dude. She deserved it. I mean. It was accidental. I didn't mean that. It was accidental. I didn't mean no woman deserves to get murdered. <laughs> no person does. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, no, there are people that deserve to get murdered. Maybe she was one of them. No. Dun, dun. Oh, the t- how the turntables turn. <laughs> no, but it's funny because, like, he finally puts himself out there in front of the girl that he likes because he gets included in this party nominee, like, yeah. this party thing. And then, it like, he thinks they're, like, clicking, and he's like, hey, you should come to this restaurant with me. It's going to be a lot of fun. She stands him up. Then, in passing, finds her because her car's broken down outside. She drives an old nineteen like sixty five Mustang. Yeah, yeah. Didn't charge her little bullshit phone. But then in two thousand fifteen, that's pretty relatable. So, yeah. so charge your phone. Yeah. You gotta charge your phone. You're at work all day. Just sitting at, you're an account. You're just sitting there all day. Yeah, you have outlets. Charge everywhere. your phone. Yeah, charge your phone, ladies, gentlemen. Charge your phone. For those of you who don't charge your phone at work, you should. Just my phone's charging all day at work. Just plug it up because it's playing music. Yeah, <laughs> charge it. Yeah, charge it. Were you shocked at that first kill? No. One, because he's a fucking goober. <laughs> and two, him having that knife, as soon as she fell, thinking, yeah, he's going to trip. I knew I knew. Did exactly, you know exactly how it was going to play yeah. out? Yeah. He's yeah. going to fucking trip, but I didn't expect him to, like, continue to stab her. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where it kind of takes the, the turn. So I thought about the deer. Yeah, it's great, because what happened, they, they're driving down some long road. Looking for some, like, diner or something, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, kind of, like, vibing for once. Yeah. In the whole movie. Like, they're actually kind of clicking. And he's paying way too much attention to her. Yeah. And then a deer. Caesar has an angel. Yeah. He's he's definitely tripping balls yeah, in his he, own little head. You know, some I get sometimes you meet certain women and you hold them up on these pedestals. Yeah. Don't. Because you might. Hey, hey, hey. I feel like you can. Because you might. Actually, murder the one day. Ah, hey. You never know. Murder happens. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but I think but it, also, like, make sure that she's not a bitch first. Yeah, I think it was him. I think also it was the fact that, you know, you kind of just stand me up. But also the whole deer thing and the 
saving from my misery kind of thing, which we see. Kill me. Which is he goes back to his mom. Yep. Oh, he's fuck. Like, I didn't, I didn't yeah. put that parallel together. Yeah. 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 He was like, yeah. fuck it. I'm just going to take you out. Right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you though? Yeah. He kills the deer because of that. Yeah. And then he turns around and kills her because yeah. of that. he doesn't want her to suffer. Very sloppy though. Very sloppy. Very sloppy. He's not like a real like killer killer. No, but you know what he is good with? That was his first time. You know what he is good with? What? Cardboard and tape. Because he makes Dude, the front end of his truck yeah. look perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's like little details like that. That's why he works in packing. Throughout this movie, I'm yeah. like, it's beautiful. It's yeah. such ties into his character. And you see his ability to package and organize why he kills people. Yeah. He can just put them all up and they're all but did he? organized and they're in the little boxes. Because that's, that's happy. That's happy world him. Because taking the pills, him, that house did not look very clean and organized. Well, it took a while. <laughs> well, when he kills her, it's just one body. Yeah. Just the little containers all organized. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. As they pile up, he's like, I'm not putting all this fucking work into this again. Yeah, that's true. I'm also. Gonna, I'm going to throw you in some bags, put yeah. you here, put you there. <laughs> all right. So, if, I don't, I don't know if this question's appropriate, but. We're the most original horror podcast for All a reason. Right. Um, let's say, uh, let's go ahead and, if you were to accidentally or not murder a woman you were interested in, yeah, are you gonna are you gonna go about the 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 process of cleanup the same way, or are you just gonna leave her in the woods and hope that nobody finds your DNA anywhere? I am one hundred percent leaving her in the woods. Okay, I'm gonna dig a hole. Okay. And leave her there. I think he fucked up by listening to Mr. Whiskers <laughs> saying that you have to go get the body. Yeah. Do something with it. Because originally he did. Yeah. Because you think if for, for whatever reason they find out the last person she talked to or met up with was you. Yeah. They're coming to your house. Yeah. 100%. They're going to fight. You look on top of a fucking bowling alley. Which is pretty cool. It is kind of cool. That's very cool. They're going to find it. Yeah. But he doesn't live in that world. And putting her head in the refrigerator? (laughs) You leave her in the ground. You put a little more more work in the dig in the hole. Yeah. Also, you work in like a packaging company. Yeah, you could just ship her off to somewhere. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah, put her in a tub. Ship her to some customer. Yeah, put her in a tub. Put her in a fucking box. Yeah. Put her in a box in the ground. Oh, you could tape her up. Yeah, something. I mean, you could have still chopped her up and just, just scattered her pieces everywhere. Like you changed her clothes and wrapped her up. No, no, don't do all that. That's a lot. That's too Plus much. he was in love with her. Then he left her shoe and her insides on the ground. Hey, I don't know how you were able to figure out who that was, though, based on your intestines. Oh, just the shoe and the intestines? Yeah. That seemed a little far I don't think they I'm not a true crime I expert. I don't think they said the person. They said a missing woman. Yeah, and there's not too many people in this town, probably. True. Yeah. It's just, in, and they think, well, homegirl from his job has been answering her phone calls or yeah. coming to work. They just put two and two together. Very true. Yeah. 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 Um, so you'd be, you wouldn't keep trophies. For what? Like of your kills. You wouldn't keep a piece. If I didn't mean to kill her, no. But he meant to kill her. He tripped. He just didn't know it. He tripped. He did trip, and well, but why did he take the knife with him? 
You always have the option to not do it because you find out with the second girl, when he takes her to his house he grew up in, he brought a knife then too. He still kills her later. But, but not then. He puts the knife down. So he oh, leaves. he wasn't intending to kill her. It was her fault. Then why did he bring a knife to the first time and took her to the house? No, he was intending to kill her then, but then he realized yeah. that she liked him. Yeah. For him. Whoa. Deep. Deep. You find somebody that likes you for you, man. You put that knife down. You very now and then, you know, you, you meet someone who you think is interested, but you find out they're not interested and they're just a bitch, you know? That does happen. And every now and then, <laughs> you get that rage inside of you. You're like, you know what? All you do is play with my fucking emotions, and you're going to pay for that. Dude, you know what, man? You're allowed to feel that. <laughs> Just put it out there, guys. You know what? It I'm not saying happen. you particularly. I know, I know. The person that could be going through that situation is allowed to feel that anger, yeah. that hate, and fucking kill a couple and people. sometimes you got to let it out. You do have to How, let it however out. However you choose to. Well. Don't murder anyone. Yeah. Let- so I won't say however you choose to, but in a better way. If that thought does cross your mind, maybe put on Grand Theft Auto and take out your anger on some hookers. Or listen to the J Square Horror podcast. Supposedly, we're a good time, so That's we can distract you from the murderistic yeah. instincts that you may have. This episode, pro- you probably sh- you should stop if you if you have thoughts of murdering people. Because yeah. I feel like we're going down a path here where we're both just going to agree that murdering is okay in certain aspects. <laughs> we're going to pay to do it. <laughs> hey, you play with someone's emotions for your greater gain, just to get attention from somebody. You're playing a dangerous game there. Yeah. And when you play dangerous games, you win dangerous prizes. Yeah. Like an accidental stab. But anyway, the second Multiple girl stabs. wasn't playing that game. She was a sweetheart. And Kendrick's character in this movie is a sweetheart. She's so good in Pitch Perfect. She is very good in Pitch Perfect. But I think she's really good in this movie, too. She is. She's good. I like this that sweet, it's that wholesome. cute little yeah. sweet, you know, innocent she's girl. She's good at that. Yeah, she is. I think that's just who she is as a person, though. It could be. <laughs> but she also played in that one movie with um, Aub- Aubrey Plaza and um, uh, Zac Efron. Yeah. So she's kind of a trickster. Hmm. But not this one. She's a sweetheart. And yeah. her sweetheartness got her. Because she was trying to be nice. But as also don't show she- up to somebody's house. That's my first thing. Yeah, let's just go ahead. Uh, don't ask don't just HR show up fucking house. for my address and then show up at my house. Um, I tell you, I'm going to use the skyline. You want to fucking come to the door anyway? And she, she picked the lock, so it's breaking and entering. I feel like that could that one could have been wrapped up as self defense if he didn't chop her head off. I mean, although he, <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> he could have got away with that one. Sure. Yeah. She broke into my house. Yeah, so I had to defend myself. By pushing her when I was yeah. already at the furthest point in my house, which is my bedroom. She attacked me. I pushed her. Dude, she when, hit her head on the bed. When her neck hit that thing, like, oh, shit. The part that I liked about it is her eyes then started to be getting filled with blood. And I was like, whoa. The details in this movie are insane. They yeah. are good. I was like, oh, shit. And like the noise, like her limpness. I was yeah, like, it, this shit's crazy. It like woke me. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and she's still like sad. 
and like trying to be nice. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that, that's a genuinely nice person. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, man, you should, you have nothing to be sorry about. Yeah. Well, I mean, coming yeah. over unannounced, I mean, and breaking, breaking in, in the house. You know, you're finding too much. Um, I mean, the head was on the table. She didn't go in the refrigerator looking for it. He was having a conversation with her. I feel like you see that here, like, yeah, that's a head. I should just leave. I'm leaving. I'm not. I'm not going to group and look on it. And I feel like. He liked her enough to where he did, to an extent, believe she wouldn't say anything. He did. It was an accident, but then he had to finish his job. He didn't have to push her on the bed. She ran at him with, like, a a thing, like a weapon, didn't she? I thought she ran at him with something. I I thought she... She hit him a couple times, and he was like, that hurt. Yeah. I remember him saying that. She apologized. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You meant to. But then something happened where she tried to like run away or something. He's like, oh. but that's like one of those instances where it's he, like he you don't her, know your own strength. He threw her hard, very hard. And she fucking. <laughs> that's perfect. That was just, great. That was thank great. you. That's very good. She was just there. Her <coughs> eyes start welling, and like she knew, like I can't. And then when she says, she was paralyzed. Yeah. Then when she says, I just want to go home. It made me a little hot in the I face. I was like, damn. It was sad. You're never going home though. You're never going home. You know that. You do. I'm surprised he didn't say he can't. No, he's too nice. I know. But he knew, like, but she ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be a new head in my fridge. Yeah, you know that. You guys knew each other. Yeah. You're, you're former coworkers. Too many loose ends here. I, it sucks, though, because I, I, I genuinely feel if she didn't come over that day. She would have been good. He would have thrown away the head, gotten rid of it eventually, because Bosco would be like, hey, buddy. She's the one. And Mr. Whiskers would have been his little asshole self. He was a real piece of shit. I loved Mr. And Whiskers. Loved Mr. Whiskers is such a good character. I loved that that was the cat personality. Of course it was. Yeah. The lovable, you're a good boy, is, is <laughs> such a dog thing. And, like, the dog that they chose, perfect. Yeah, that voice matched that matched dog. Matched that perfect. dog. And the voice for the cat matched Mr. Whiskers yeah. perfect. This little asshole. Just constantly, you know, you have to you have to kill. Yeah, you have to, you have to feed your animalistic instinct. So what I don't get is... So I guess the voices are all him, obviously. Yeah, it's like the angel and the devil. That's what he compared him to. But when it's the girl he killed, the first girl he killed, she's also supporting. Oh, she's feeding into it. Yeah, She's also supporting him to kill. Yeah, she needs a friend. Because at the end of the day, he's a serial killer. So he just. In There's his, no way around he that. He's in his mind. Needs, he's, a, he's a killer. He needs the justification to kill people. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So even if. They would have made it. Maybe it would have distracted him from the sad thoughts a little bit longer. He, at the end of the day, unless he got rid of Mr. Whiskers and his internal monologue, then yeah. He got rid, if he got rid of the cat in the head, he'd probably been fine. He probably would have been fine. Put the cat in the head and then threw them both away. But why would you? You could have just rolled him down a bowling alley. But why would you? <coughs> I guess, I don't know. Why would you choose two out of the three to have those type of negative thoughts? Because... I think it's showing that the negative thoughts outweigh the good thoughts. Yeah, okay. for him. Like as much as he wants to be a normal functioning member of society, he will never be because of what happened to him and because of whatever was wrong with his mother. But even then, with, with the second girl he killed, everything she said was just super, super like positive. So it was like, yeah, the cat and the dog had their personalities. Yeah, the girl, first girl, had that same bitch personality, but will support him being a killer. Mm-hmm. I need a friend. But, but the second girl was super, just still nice. Still nice. Still just super positive. Yeah. I think the one that got the worst was the, the uh, therapist. 
Poor girl, poor lady. Why is that? Just because of everything she had to go through just for being somebody's therapist. My goodness. She was terrified. At least she didn't die. Although, she did not die. My first thought after he killed the last girl in accounting who came over. Yeah. My first thought was, dude, you killed the entire accounting department. Somebody's going to find something. You work there. Yeah. You're not getting paid anytime soon. Mm-mm. Paychecks are going to take forever. Yeah. But I don't think he cared. I think he owned the bowling alley. I don't think he like worried about bills. Clearly, that truck was paid for. He, he just owned. had to get cat and dog food. He owned the bowling alley? He had to. Why? I don't know. He lived above it? Yeah. Plenty of people live above businesses. Yeah, but that wasn't a working business. It wasn't an active bowling alley. Yeah, it was, was just, shut down. He was renting out the room on top of it. I think it. he owned the whole thing. Why? Mm-hmm. Just think he does? Yeah. <laughs> what, my, what my brain does. So no real reason is he owns all this. He owns that whole business. And the land that it's on. Yeah. Okay. He knew where to hide the car. He didn't hide the cars very well at all. Because the other two dudes from the business found him immediately. They were like, we're out of here. We're going to go tell somebody. Which I'm glad they did. They're the smartest people in this movie. Open the door. Nope. Don't want this. (laughs) As he comes down the steps, call the cops. I thought he was going to get at least one dude. No. No. He's only a woman killer. It, do it, think, it does appear that way. Do you think he's like derived off of any particular serial killer? Like, do you think he was based off of any of them? Like a uh, Ted Bundy or a, maybe like a fucked up Dahmer? You know, I was wondering, like, is there any correlation with a serial killer? And for all of our true crime fans out there, let us know what you think. The only one I thought of was Ed Gein. Oh, Gein. And just Jesus the whole, Christ. the whole like mom thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like mutilation of bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ed Gein's like the loose-based Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. They're like, it's loosely based off of him. Yeah. What's crazy, dude, about Ed Gein is um, this guy I used to work for at Terminex. Um, Dan Clanton was his name. He was the head of forensics for Virginia Beach Police Department for quite some years. Uh-huh. But he actually got to see the original case files on Ed Gein. And because Why? I was into, like, because he taught classes. You know how, um like, um... What's that show? Um, Criminal Minds. Ooh. He was like, he was teaching courses like that. Good show, by the Great way. show, by the way. Uh, he was teaching courses like that about okay. like understanding, you know, those, those things that make people whatever and like seeing past like case files and, uh-huh. and what could lead up to somebody else being a serial killer, blah, blah, blah. But he told me that he actually had a couple pieces from Ed Gein's collection still, I do believe. But... He said the stuff that he saw was unlike anything. Really? Oh, yeah. That, I don't think Ed Gein's stuff, unless you see, like, the actual documentation of what he did. Because he's, like, one of those, like, lesser popular serial killers. So I've seen pictures, like, on documents, like, like a chair he made. Yeah, it's like people. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude. Yeah. He saw those real. It was pretty good work, though. Real pictures. Really? Like the real crime scene photos. Yeah. I mean, you have to if you're a cop and you're understanding forensics and you're trying to, like, teach courses on that stuff. But, like, f- true crime people lose their minds. Even me. I'm not, like, the biggest true crime guy. But, like, that stuff does intrigue me because I'm, like, that how my genre exists. Yeah. Because of the real people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy to think that you're your person that you thought. I I thought my mind that I thought of was definitely... Um, 
Can't think of it now. It just says name. Um, Ted oh. Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Just taking advantage of women because you are attractive enough to do so. so it's so like a combination. The only thing I don't think that his name was Jerry in the movie. Yeah. His name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he knew he was that attractive to women like that. Yeah, but at the same time, even though he didn't know it, it worked because he got two more because of it. Well, he got one more because of it. Why did the the third one go there? I think she went just to look for the second one. Oh, okay. She said she wasn't answering her phone, and he wasn't either. Oh, and that's right. And she okay, gave right, her yeah. the address so she'd know where she was and where yeah. the last place she should have been at. Yeah. So she went. You're right. So technically, it only got him the second one. I think he picked up on the second one being interested. That's, I mean, he, that, that, it, it was going to work to his benefit yeah. until he realized he liked her. It was either that or the fact of the first one wanting a friend and she, he just chose her direct coworker. Yeah. yeah. But also, there weren't other females. You could have chose the third one. Yeah. Okay. So my question for yeah. you also, mm-hmm. um, out of the three that we get, yeah, who are you choosing first? Who are you trying to date first or who are you trying to take out first? That's a very good question. I know it is. I had to find something to talk about yeah. this episode. <laughs> I think I would go number two. You're going with Anna Kendrick too? Two, yeah. Wow. I know. Why? Because she's just so nice. Yeah. And just seems just so genuinely happy. And that's yeah. me personally based on past experiences and things like that, that's a trait that means a lot to me. Someone who's just a genuinely happy person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I feel like most people will think I probably choose three. But I mean, two. My money was on three. I know it was. Like $1,000 <laughs> cash on three. What about you? Also, we didn't get to know three enough to make that decision. She could have been just as sweet. We don't know that. True. You know? So from what I know... I'm choosing two. <laughs> so my eyes tell me three. But two, my yeah. friend, <laughs> I know it tells me two. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Anna Kendrick's character, for sure. I've always had a slight celebrity crush on Anna Kendrick. Really? I have. Maybe it's just because she's always so bubbly and she's so sweet. She's very sweet. She's very sweet. Yeah. But also, I don't like the first one at all. Like, even if she wasn't a bitch, I don't like her. I don't like the way she looks. I know she thinks she's hot to trot. Yeah. She thinks she's the town catch, and she hates yeah. that she's better than this place. Yeah, and it's just she, like, she has her English we, accent. We wouldn't be everything. able to hold a conversation for long. I would stab her just on behalf of boredom. There you go. You know? So she's murdered either way. Murdered either way. Bam. There, now we know. Yeah. And three, I don't know enough about her. Also, she doesn't necessarily fit my, like, personal taste yeah. preference. Yeah. It's a thing. But also... Like, even if it's like I didn't know all of them, looks, I'm going Anna Kendrick, but then also personality was Anna Kendrick as well. True. Okay, yeah. yeah. I loved her character. And also, she was, like, just sweet enough. Even at just a like, head. Quirky. She was super sweet. Just quirky. Yeah. You know? I also would have noticed that she was giving me attention versus the British girl. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. So when she brings up going out for drinks, do you want to come? Yeah, you yeah. don't. Yeah. Are you coming? Like. <laughs> That's such a messed up scene, and the fact that she still gives him a chance, I'm like, Anna. Yeah. Well, sometimes in the movie. Well, 
Sometimes you invite someone to go out somewhere. They ask if someone else is coming. You're like, yeah, they're coming too. You're not thinking anything of it, but you know. Yeah. They're not there for you. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It is. The parallels we can make with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> or you can make it. I mean. Which didn't hit me till just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far, how far off do you think you are currently from just murdering people? I mean, because you you started off with some animosity in this episode. Yeah, I did. I did start. Off so I just want to know if if we have if I have to worry about alibis or anything here soon. You know my house. You know where I live. You can come hide out. Like what? What? what uh, how we doing over here, man? We doing good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm All pretty right, far. Baby, we're good. I'm pretty far. I did come off very aggressive. Yeah, man. I mean, we've both definitely said some stuff that could get us imprisoned. Well, yeah, I was like, you know, something fucking coming for you. All yeah, right? yeah. I'm not, guys. We're good. You know who you are. Um, what about you? I'm golden, dude. Of course you are. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> you would ask me In last. Your own little perfect fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> you would ask me a year ago, dude. I'm right there with you, man. I am right there with you. But I've had some pretty cool stuff happen of late. So yeah, man. I'm a I'm a happy guy. It's weird. I know the podcast doesn't probably hear that very often. That you're happy. Yeah. I, I found me a lady. And things mm. are going well. That's good. And uh, I don't, I don't envision murdering people too often good. anymore. So, so you're not borderline going to murder anybody anytime soon. Oh no, I still could. That Cowboys fan on Saturday, Sunday. Oh yeah, I could have killed him. So speaking of which, since yeah. we brought it up, yeah, aside from the movie, yeah, if you're going to talk shit about sports, yeah, let's just go ahead and go on this little rant real quick. Own up to your fucking team, dude. Yeah. I know we don't talk sports a lot on this podcast. Me and Jake are both very, very strong sports fans. We are. And we got into a situation on Sunday where we were out with friends, of which are the bartenders, and these people know us for years. They've known of us. They know our fandom. They know uh, what we're about, how we are, how we act. Uh, Sports are very serious amongst the J-Squared Horror Podcast. Yeah, they are. And there was this individual on Sunday that just kept throwing shade towards us. You try to ignore him at first. I ignored him for a good two quarters of the football game. Yeah. But then it wouldn't stop. But I also noticed the way his head would turn when he would say stuff, which was directed at me, Jake, and my friend Frank. Uh, I'm not liking it anymore. But I could tell that he knew Justin, who's Frank's brother, the bartender. <coughs> and I was like, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth me being an asshole to this guy. Yeah. I don't know who his allegiance is to. Maybe he's just a troll. Of the sports world, Which we thought at first those guys do exist. They suck. They're 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 just as bad as the person we're the type of person we're talking about right now. We go outside for a cigarette. We come back inside, and the, the my team, the Green Bay Packers, ended up beating the Chicago Bears. And this guy decides that it's uh, it's okay to make a very uncalled for comment, which is where my quarterback who is a young mixed man, is having a post-game interview on winning a game that got his team into the playoffs his first year as a quarterback. And he says, who gave him the permission to speak? So when he first said it, my my immediate thought was, Mm -hmm. 
It's a race thing. It's a race thing. Hopefully it's not. I mean, his friend was like mixed or yeah. something. Ask your dude right next to you. Yeah, ask him right here. Right yeah. here. Who gave y'all right to talk? I couldn't let that one lie. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Because if it was that one thing, yeah. that is not okay around me at all. You can simply drop a rap and say a word that I'm not okay with people saying of my race and I get upset. Yeah. Because I have my people in my life and I also know that it's not cool. Well, this guy decided to chime the fuck in with some shit like that. So I said very nicely, I said, well, he did. His actions gave him the ability to speak for what just happened. Yeah. That's it. And this motherfucker got so disgruntled. He did. That he not only repeated said comment, <laughs> but then tried to like, uh, uh, I was just saying, like, who gave him the permission to talk? And once again, kindly, I say, hey, I look at him because I'm a man. I'm not scared of him. And I go, he did. And I point at the TV because <laughs> Jordan Love is still speaking, winning a game that got his team into the playoffs his first year as a quarterback. He then got his check and left. Proved everything I needed to know. So, buddy in the flannel jacket that was at Gicho's on Sunday, we found out that you're a Cowboys fan. We are playing the Cowboys come this Sunday at 4.30, <laughs> and I hope to see you at the bar, my guy, because win or lose, I'm going to make your life a living hell because you're a piece of shit, and you don't deserve to be a fan of sports. That's all. All right. Fuck that guy. Sorry. That was a weird tangent that we went on, but I guess we had to get it off our chest. Yeah. I was kind of th- still thinking about it. <laughs> it's been bothering me for yeah. days. Yeah. It's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. It's still very fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Were you surprised at the ending of this movie? No. No. I knew, one, he wouldn't get away with it. Of course not. I knew that. And two, I also somehow knew he wasn't going to kill his therapist. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to kill her. No, 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 no. He just really needed her to say that he's okay. Like yeah. It's all going to be okay. We could have done this at the fucking office. <laughs> he didn't have to kidnap me and show me these heads. Me. Show me a head. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that it's probably smelled fucking terrible. Oh, in could there. you imagine how bad it smelled in his house? There's well, shit everywhere. It's funny, though. And they threw like the gas bombs in. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I smell gas. <laughs> they didn't give her a mask. No, nothing. Like, no. Okay, okay, you smell it. So what? Yeah, the cops in this movie were very horror. We're here to save you. Yeah. Get up. Come on. <laughs> like, don't hurt him. We're going to hurt him. Yeah, we're going to hurt him. If we bad. find him, he's dead. He's dead. Just so you know. So did they, what happened at the end? I think he went down. <laughs> he went to the bowling alley. Into the bowling alley, yeah. Yeah. Did he burn up at the building, you think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It looks like he fell down or something, or like the air got to him, or the gas or something, smoke got to him. Yeah. He just laying there with his eyes open. Oh, yeah. but then it's the greatest ending of any horror movie of all time, where they just pop out in the song. Yeah. And it's fucking beautiful. It was good. And you got to hear uh, Anna Kendrick Anna sing. Kendrick sang again. Yeah. And also, Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Song. Yeah. yeah. Song, okay. Yeah. Super white backdrop reminded me of uh, the peanut butter and jelly fight yeah, and from all, uh, all their their bright colors hot rod. and everything. It was good. Yeah, that's a hot rod in a while. Dad, I love that movie. That's good when movie. he's all knocked out and he has the peanut butter and jelly fight in heaven. Ah, that's a good. Or, movie. It's what is it? Uh, good old Andy, grilled cheese. Good old Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg's great. I also listened to Lonely Island three different days last week. Oh, I love their albums. Have you listened to the one where they're like? 
Jose Canseco and um, Mark McGuire. Which one's that? It's called The Bash Brothers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I also love any of the Justin Timberlake ones. Oh, yeah, they're good. Any of Dick in a Box, uh, Mother Lover. Oh. I'm a mother, I'm a mother, <laughs> lover, you're a mother, lover. We should jump, 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 It's so good. Oh, it's so it good. Is good. Yeah. Oh man, what is it? And um, yeah, I love, I love Lonely Island. I don't like uh, Pop Star. That movie that came out it was, it was trash. Boo. But Lonely Island's great. Natalie Portman's rap, I can do word for word verbatim oh, any day boy. of the week. Love that. Again, the good old days of SNL. Good old days of SNL, man. Yeah. We just watched Wayne's World before we started yeah. the episode, and we were reminded <laughs> of the good old days of Saturday Night Live. Man. Ugh, I don't know what happened. I still watch SNL now. I don't. Because I haven't watched it in a long time. I love it, so I still watch it. A lot of like the heavy hitters were gone. Yeah. All you have left is now is Keenan. He's still fighting the fight, though. 20 years, I think. Yeah. If not plus. I think he's their longest tenured now. Has to be. Yeah. Because he never got an opportunity to get bigger. It sucks. He had like a show for a short stint. He did. On NBC. Yeah. Canceled. Canceled. Yeah. No good. <coughs> Although on SNL now, there's um three guys. Mm-hmm. Please don't destroy. They're like on YouTube and shit. Okay. And now they're on SNL oh, nice. as writers and they have their own skit every time. They're very funny. Okay. I'll have they're, to check those out. They're good, yeah. Do you like Tim Robinson at all? The dude that does I Think You Should Leave? Yeah. I he love was him, on there dude. for a short time too. Dude. Yeah. And obviously because of. I don't know why they got rid of him. I don't know, but he did I Think You Should Leave and it's some of the greatest skit work I've seen in yeah. a long time. I mean, I, me and my friend Veda quote that shit to each other daily. Have you seen that show Detroiters he was on? No. Check that out. I'm going to have to check that's that out. That's good, yeah. Uh, see, on the J Squared Horror Podcast, you don't just get horror. You get sports, you get SNL, you get comedy, you get <laughs> all of the above, especially on an episode about the voices with a comedic actor like yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Um, all right, that's Has the movie, he ever man. Has SNL? He, yeah, he, he's, he's had to have. Had to have. I can't think of a single skit. I'm sure he has. I, I just feel like he's had to have. Yeah. I just really do. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. All right, we're the done. voices. Okay. That's yeah. it. That's the That's the movie. Um. Yeah. All right. On a <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, bud, what do you write? Write. What do you rate the voices from 2014? On a scale from one to ten, I rank voices a six point five. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. That's a great it. rating. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. On a scale from one to ten. I am in 100% agreement with you. Really? It's a 6.5, dude. Damn. It's it's a great time. It's a fun movie, um, but obviously it's not like some top upper echelon yeah. of a movie. I enjoyed every bit of it. There's nothing I would really pick apart about this movie at all. Um, and I know our ratings are always tricky yeah. as far as like what exactly we mean. Um, but in the comedy horror world, I feel like it does very well. It's enjoyable for most people to watch. I agree. I, this is one movie I will probably watch again. I'll rewatch point. it. Yeah. It's definitely fun for anybody that's I into like true yeah. crime or like yeah. serial killers. Um, so I, I like that aspect. Um, and it's also Ryan Reynolds and, and something that you wouldn't expect him to be in. And he does a really good job in it. Very true. Um, yeah, this, this was Jake's idea. I'm stoked that he decided to go with it. Uh, I just watched it. I didn't rewatch it. I just watched it, uh, like last week 
and uh, it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I came across this just randomly, and I was like, oh, Ryan Reynolds voices. And it was like white with like him and like the dog and the cat. And I was like, click. And I watched it, and I was like, I gotta tell more people about this movie. So I'm happy you were stoked to watch it. Yeah, I was. and cover it. Um. Yeah, we have no idea what we're going to cover next week. That's kind of been January's thing so far. So if you guys want, you know the rule. Go to the website, www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com or hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on our email, jsquaredhorror at gmail.com and request an episode idea. I'll go through our inbox right now and if anybody sent some at the latter part of last year that I didn't get to because of Happy Horror Days, uh, we'll start uh, organizing and figuring that out. Uh, as always, a humongous shout out to our main supporters, Jeff Balance, who does all of our design work. The sign you see behind us on YouTube every week, if you see us in person, our stickers, our merchandise that have J squared on it are all done by Jeff Balance himself. If you need any graphic design work at all, let us know. We'll get you in contact with them. He gives you pretty good prices and does amazing work. So a big shout out to you, Jeff. You're amazing and we love you, bud. Another huge shout-out goes to Mr. Lucky Riggs himself. The intro music that you hear is done by Mr. Lucky Riggs. The outro music that you hear is done by Mr. Lucky Riggs. We hit him up with some crazy horror rock and roll ideas, and he knocked him out of the park. So thank you so much, Lucky, for doing an amazing job with that. A humongous shout-out to the world's greatest co-host, a guy I could ask for, Mr. Jake. Thank you for choosing this episode for us to cover this week. Yeah. It was a weird episode, but here it we are weird. 50 minutes in <laughs> doing our thing. We covered a lot of information. We we talked about all sorts of stuff. It's it's definitely a conversation based podcast this week. Yeah, definitely. I almost started walking through it at the beginning, and I was like, "Whoa, no, we're not doing that <laughs> shit again." So, thank you for always being willing. Uh, it's weather's crazy out there tonight, so thank you for still coming over and recording an episode for our fans. Uh, huge shout out to every single one of you guys that chime in and listen to us every single week. The last couple months, we've seen a humongous growth in subscribers and followers, and it's been a lot of fun. We're hoping to grow a lot more this year, so keep sharing us. Keep telling people about us. Uh, if there's anything you don't like or you do like, let us know so we can critique it to be exactly what you guys want. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say this week. You got anything to add, bud? Nope. All right. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Jake. You guys have a great week. And always remember, it's hip to be squared.